0: In New York, call 8778-Hope NY or text Hope NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 Plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG.com slash B-ball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Eerie. Eerie.
1: And there it is. The first time in 20 years, the Buffalo Bills sweep the New England Patriots. Hello again, everybody. This is Jamie D and Big Newt. I'm Jamie D'Amico. He's Big Chris Newton. We are coming at you after a wonderful feeling victory against the New England Patriots. How you feeling, big man?
2: Man, this is a changing of the guard. Last night was a freaking coronation. And it was just a total celebration. It's a celebration, snitches. You know snitches. I don't like to cuss. <laughs> it's a celebration, snitches. But you know what I want to say.
1: I do know what you want to say,
2: uh, and you know that's
1: you exhibited some great self control right there. I I have to hand it to you because you know your kids listen to this.
2: Exactly. I got my kids. They're friends and teammates, so I try to keep it PG. That's
1: that's a good move. So. The Buffalo Bills run up the score against the Patriots. The Patriots looked helpless out there. They couldn't move the ball. And Cam Newton is not a good quarterback anymore. It's Is it time for
2: him to start thinking about retirement? Hey, man, I don't know what 400 pound idiot, well, maybe 395 now, um, said <laughs> during the summertime that they wanted to acquire Cam Newton. Hey, man, I keep it real, dog. I keep it real, man. I, 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 that sound, listening to what stuff I was saying over the summer, I sound like an imbecile, man. Put it all on me. And once again, man, Josh Allen, man, I, I, no one could have ever imagined that he'd be looking like the best quarterback in the league. And he's probably going to finish second. Let, no less than third for the MVP. I was an idiot saying I wanted a Cam Newton. He looked done. And it really was exhibited, I think it maybe the last throw he took before he got pulled. Oh, I know what you're talking up, about. When he stepped up in the pocket and he could have ran for 20 yards and he threw it and he just threw it in the dirt. And I'm like, yeah, he ain't got it, dude. I don't know what it is
1: and and it wasn't just it wasn't just that the throw didn't get there his mechanics were so bad on that throw he actually looked a lot like EJ Manuel and the reason i bring that up is EJ Manuel had he wasn't a natural thrower you know the the ball didn't come out of his hand and look good it always looked like he was pushing the ball and that's what it looked like Newton did and you know here is a guy who's a former mvp Super Bowl and he just he looked like he was trying to throw with his non-dominant hand it was weird
2: yeah man he passed for like 30 yards and this did came in through for like 40 man and it was just a beat down man <laughs> it just felt so good it was just like I, words can't even like express how I feel and I think uh Steve Taskers put it best in his tweet. And I retweeted it last night. He said the Bills had the Patriots on the floor in a bar fight and are kicking them in the stomach. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know how <laughs> you ever see somebody fighting and one gets beat up, he just start kicking them like, yeah, that's what we did to the Patriots, man. And and for them to do it to us for so many years, man, it just it felt so good, dude. Oh,
1: yeah, because How many times were we as Bills fans being kicked? Seriously, how many times have we as Bills fans been kicked, whether it be because of terrible coaching, because of terrible quarterback play, because there just isn't any talent anywhere on the roster? Man, we deserve this. And let's talk about it for a second. A lot has been made about the billboard outside in Foxborough, That says the Bills have the best fans in the NFL. So here's my question. The Patriots have dominated for so long. Do you think they even care that that that
2: exists? I mean, it's not like a rivalry or anything. I think it burns their butt to see it, yeah. And you know how Bostonians are, man. They don't like to be shown up. They're proud people. They like to get drunk and fight. I mean, and once again, I'm not trying to make stereotypes, but I know a lot of people from Boston do. Your wife? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, right? And so, yeah, they're proud people. And yeah, I, 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 when I saw it, I was like, I'm surprised that daggum thing is still standing. Or they at least don't have security around it or something. So, yeah, I'm sure it burns their butt. Yeah, they got all the Super Bowl titles and all that. But, yeah, I'm sure that that burns their butt. And and they're
1: all saying, hey, Bob, you want to drive down to the sign and burn it down?
2: (laughs) Grab your child and let's get in the car. Let's go ahead and burn the thing down. Yeah, the childs.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, we're in trouble.
0: I know, right? (laughs) Well, well if your wife
1: doesn't get you first, maybe the uh, Patriots fans who are listening are going to uh, get to you.
2: Yeah. Hey, but like I said, once you got haters, that's when you know you succeeded, man. I like when people say, hey, you suck. Or, you don't know what you're talking about. Hey, that's great, man. At least somebody cares. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: you know, did you happen to watch Belichick's postgame interview his press conference? No, I didn't. The dude was no. despondent. I mean, this was a beatdown unlike he has seen since he has coached the Patriots. And he was just, he was even more melancholy than the typical Bill Belichick. His his answers were like single sentences and there was so much dead air. It was like, you could tell he was not a happy camper. And by the way, losing by 29 points, that is the Biggest Patriots loss at home ever under Bill Belichick.
2: I was saving this for the segment where you like, what was the best part of the game to you last night? So I'll inject it. The best part of the game last night is when he challenged the catch of, uh, was it? <laughs> it, Dawson it wasn't. Knox. Dawson Knox. It was a Dawson Knox. it was Dawson Knox? It was Dawson Knox catch that was right in front of his face. So then he called upstairs to challenge it, And I guess they told him something he didn't want to hear. And he just slams the phone, dude. And I'm like, This dude is losing his stuff right here on national TV. And that's just what, that's what made it great, man. Cause it's no more this Patriot way. And oh yeah, he's the greatest. No, we're seeing what it really is now. And and you got Tom Brady who's on his way to another playoff and you're on your way to a, a losing season. Now it's once again, we talked about this before. It's like in a relationship. You know, if you break up with your girlfriend and your girlfriend turns out to be a president of the United States or something and you're, you know, doing whatever you're doing, then it looked like it was you keeping her down. You know what I'm saying? So Tom Brady and uh, Gronk are in Tampa about to go to the postseason and you're suffering without a quarterback and a losing season. Uh,
1: you know, that's a great analogy. Do you remember the model Brooklyn Decker? She was oh, yeah. Sports Illustrated model and stuff.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah I did. Uh, Justin Verlander, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. That's uh, Kate Upton.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, anyway, Kate, I'm... Uh,
1: Brooklyn Decker, I I dated her uh, before uh, she became a model, and uh, yeah, then she became rich and famous afterwards. No, I'm just kidding. I never dated her.
2: I was about to say right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my You're going god. Going
1: back to uh to that where Belichick was slamming the phone, he was asked about that in the press conference. And they're like, So you look like you were really unhappy. Uh what conversation did you have? Uh can can you tell us about your thinking at that moment? He goes in in very Belichick form. He's like, Uh, it was a really good catch. Yeah, so first down <laughs> and then nothing he just sat there and you could tell that he's like please stop asking me questions
2: oh yeah man oh yeah he, he's not feeling good right now and did you see during the game when they did the little uh the little skit on him it was the cartoon and he's begging tom brady to come back and tom brady just closes the door in his face oh yeah it was that takeoff of the movie love actually
1: mm-hmm.
2: oh that was funny <laughs> if you didn't see it I, if you didn't see it listeners you go to my twitter man i got all that stuff up there man oh yeah well done well done <laughs> uh, but it was it was dead on love actually
1: and uh, also they, they they had a great graphic of showing the bill's greats from the 1990s and then josh allen diving through a table yeah. Which, so while we're talking about it, do, have you seen the actual video of Andre Reed jumping out of a tree through a table? Yes. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's that guy doing? What's that guy doing? Oh, my God. It's Andre Reed.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh He's too old for that crap. He shouldn't be doing that.
2: I know. I hurt looking at him, man. Oh. Seriously. Oh, man. So,
1: Josh Allen, let's talk about him for a minute, because... You know, we have seen some, like I said before, some bad quarterbacking. Here it was, Josh Allen, not even looking like he's doing anything spectacular, but he passes for 75%, 320 yards, four touchdowns, absolutely made Stephon Diggs look like the star that he is. Passer rating of 138.7. So it just looked like a normal game from him. Is this, is this the new Josh Allen? Is this just what we expect from him game in and game out going
2: forward? Hey, man, and I was thinking about this, man, and I don't want to go into next year in the future. I just want to live and, and relish in the moment. But, man, it, it, it. and the thing about it is no one saw it coming. Like, this is one of those things, like, I man, anybody could be president. This is the United States. You can work hard, strap up your hard hat, strap up your boots, and salt of the earth. Anybody could do it. You can make it here if you work hard. And no one could have called what we're seeing. I, I can't think of anything like this ever in NFL history, that you go from what he was and the expectations to literally the best quarterback in the league, like, the way he's playing, and once again, I know it's the Patriots. They didn't have Gilmore. They didn't have this, but he's running through people like scrubs, like it's effortless. You know what I'm saying? And so I don't know if it's some of that is because we don't have crowds. Maybe if if it was crowds there in Foxborough, there was more pressure on them. Maybe, maybe that's helping them. I don't know. Maybe we'll find that out next year. Or maybe if we go to KC for the AFC championship, because Kansas, I don't know if you watched the Kansas City game on Sunday, but that thing was packed like it was like I was like calling back to Missouri. Like it must my need must not be any coronavirus in Missouri. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like that thing was packed. like it, you know was, what I'm it was loud. It was loud and packed. And that wasn't filtered in noise. That was them for real. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't know if it's because of that and I don't even care about it. I'm just living in the moment right now, but Josh Allen, I mean, he should be MVP. He, I mean, Mm. yeah, he's number three in the league in passing. He's the franchise. He broke the all time, uh, record in yards and touchdowns. I mean, for the bills, for the bills. Exactly. And it's like, he should be MVP. If not, no less than second. He's looking better than Mahomes right now.
1: Yeah, I, I think Aaron Rodgers has this in the bag. Especially mm-hmm. after watching the the Packers beat down the Titans, Rodgers is just on a different level.
2: Josh Allen's looking like on a different level. He is, and hey, I might be being a homer right now. Tell me if I'm being a homer. A That's little fine. bit.
1: But but you know me, too. I'm also like the biggest pessimist out there. Like, I never think the Bills are good enough. No, no, no matter how good each individual player is doing, I'm always like, hmm, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right.
2: You're, you're still waiting for the shoe to drop. I get it. And we've been scoring so much that I understand that. Well, I'm not, I'm not waiting for the shoe to drop. I, I just, I'm overly
1: critical of my team. I, I look at things, you know, some people look at their team through rose colored glasses and, you know, my team can do no wrong and they're not that bad and they're they're the best. I'm exactly the opposite. I just, I pick them apart more so than any other team. But I, I think I do that to myself too. So I think that's sort of how I'm wired. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm mm. not being fair.
2: Well, no, I understand. You could be overly critical of yourself because I'm sure I'm the same way with my kids when it comes to their sports. I stay on their butts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, And I could probably be too much sometimes. And if you're around me, you'll probably be like, God, Chris, shut up. Like, and I get it. But I'm trying to push them to be the best. It ain't about who's around you. I want you to be the best you could be. So it's never hardly good enough. But when you look at the stats, I mean, if you look at, you, if you do a comparison, right? Let's say if you say, um, Aaron Rodgers versus you know, Josh Allen head head up straight up, you have to look at it and what is Aaron Rodgers giving you that what is he giving you that Josh Allen isn't giving you? They're both one their divisions, they're woke. I mean, they're both in the top echelon passing yards and everything. I mean, they're like one way, except Aaron Rodgers has done it two or three other. I mean, I'm, this would be his way. Second, third, fourth MVP, I guess, if he gets it. So he's been doing it where Josh Allen just came on the scene, but that wasn't a problem last year when you gave it to Lamar Jackson. That's that's what I'm thinking. Sure,
1: sure. Well, I, you know, if you're making the comparison, and let's let's talk about it. Aaron Rodgers versus Josh Allen, and this does not seem to include uh, stats against the Patriots, but. We've got Josh Allen with 4,000 yards, 30 TDs, nine interceptions. Aaron Rodgers, you have 3,800 yards. Again, this is not including this past week's games. 40 touchdowns, four interceptions. Also, Rodgers is passing for slightly over 70%. So he has better stats.
2: Mm. Okay. All right.
1: Also, his QBR is 14 points higher.
2: Okay, that's cool. He's
1: got 126.4 versus uh, Josh Allen at 112.2. How many yards you said he passed for? 3,800, plus he added another 230. So it looks like he's got um, 4,055, 4, right. And then Josh 49. Allen has 4,320.
2: 4, right, so he has more yardage. Right. Okay, all right. Well, his QBR okay, but you got to add in Josh Allen's rushing touchdowns too.
1: That's true. That's true. He's got eight of them, right?
2: Yeah. So that catches up to Aaron Rodgers got forty four touchdowns. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's fair. I can live with that. Yeah. one hundred and nineteen versus one hundred and six. Yeah, I can live with that. I mean, All right. there
1: there's no shame in saying. Well, the only person who had a better season than Josh Allen was Aaron Rodgers, who's going to the Hall of Fame. Right.
2: Right. And maybe I am looking through roles because, yeah, I could give it to Aaron Rodgers. And Mahomes, he has more yardage, 38 touchdowns, but his QBR is 82. Versus Josh Allen, eighty one. So that's similar passer rate one hundred six, one hundred eight. So that's similar. That's fair. I mean, like I said, I guess, I guess you know, I feel like the NFL is always, are always ready to anoint the new hot guy. And uh, yeah. once again, Lamar Jackson had an amazing year last year. He did, um, but then they lost what first round of playoffs, I think. So, and then this year they're kind of down. Like he didn't even make the Pro Bowl this year. And I was surprised Deshaun Watson made it. He's having a great year on a bad team. Yes, usually usually awards go to the quarterbacks who are winning. So I was surprised. I'm and I'm happy for Deshaun Watson because I think he's a great quarterback. I just think he's in a bad situation.
1: Oh he, yeah, yeah, absolutely is. And to have a good season on a bad team is unusual because usually right. a team goes right. as the quarterback goes. So if the quarterback has a good season, the team does well. Ooh, boy, are they a broken organization? Right. So, right. there were some things in the game against the Patriots that I rather liked. One of which was <laughs> at the end of the game, the Bills started running the ball successfully. Yes. Um, another thing that I really liked is they really. I oh, what's the word I'm looking for? The Patriots looked completely demoralized in that game. It's like. They didn't want to be on the field anymore because the Bills were running all over them, doing as they pleased, and the Patriots had no answers. The defense played really well for Buffalo. The offense was moving the ball, and it's almost like they were toying with them. The Bills players were having a great time out
2: on the field. I agree, man. No, I totally agree. And they, and what make it even worse is they were out there talking ish. Once again, I don't want to curse. Sure. I try not to. I'm not trying to say I ever don't ever, but I try not to curse. But they were out there talking ish. Like, you could see uh, Diggs going at it with their quarterback. I mean, uh, J.C. Jackson. Oh, yeah. And then when he broke the 50-yard run on him and he almost <laughs> tore ACL showboating on him. I'm like, come on, man. That's why Jalen and I was sitting there watching the game. I'm like, that's why you don't start celebrating until you get into the end zone. Because, look, He stumbled. But, you know, they're both Maryland products, so I am guess they have Freddie banter because they both came from the same school. And uh, J.C. Jackson's having a wonderful year, but you're not on Stefan Diggs' level in any way, shape, or form. So, um, But, yeah, to get the beat down and people throwing in your face and talking trash to you, that's what makes it even worse. It, it, demoralizing the Patriots,
1: it was like what the Patriots have done to the Bills so many times. And I don't want people to think that we're losing sight of the fact that yes, we're excited that the bills have done this. We're not losing sight of the fact that the previous 20 years was a complete beatdown, And you know, this one win doesn't erase all of that and sweeping them here in 2020 does not erase the previous 20 years. However, it feels like a great step forward. And you know what, if they can't get the quarterback situation figured out, they're going to be in trouble. Now, the patriots they had eight players opt out they had their quarterback leave i mean they've got some rebuilding to do but you know they're they're not going to be they're going to be competitive next year they're going to be better than they were this year it's not it's not time to bury them yet but how they do is going to depend completely upon who they end up with at quarterback because cam newton just there's no reason to keep him around if you're the pats
2: but my question to you is How do we know that this ain't Billy B's last stand with him? The way he embraced uh, Sean McDermott after the game, that was like a swan song, like goodbye, like the changing of the guard and the passing of the torch. I mean, it was a long embrace. He was like, yeah, you got me. I mean, that was almost like a goodbye, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, that was something. The way he was patting McDermott on the back. Right. Yeah, or or was it like a little brother kind of thing? Like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Look, you beat me finally.
2: Or it could have been goodbye. What well, if he leaves, man? He like I don't want to do it no more.
1: Well, oh, that that I'm would be interesting. Do you think? Do you think he would ever fully leave, or do you think he would end up with like a a front office position?
2: I would. I would think that Kraft would put him in the front office. Uh, that's if he wants to do that, man. I mean, he's so stoic. I mean, maybe he just want to go and chill and relax and live out his days. I have no idea. I don't know him like that. He's a man of few words. So, <laughs> man, it was shocking to me see him on the – what's that? He got a commercial, a Subway commercial, I oh, think. I think
1: it's horrible.
2: Yeah, I mean, so I was surprised to see him on a commercial, man. He's a man of little words. He seems like a football guy, and I'm not interested in doing any of this other stuff. Like, I can't see him on TV. No. I mean, I ain't saying he can't, but, I mean – You know, it's kind of like when Bobby Knight tried to do TV. That just doesn't work. He's a basketball guy, and he's a guy with not much of a personality. He's too stoic. You know what I'm saying? So I can't see him doing it, but maybe he can. You're talking about
1: Belichick being stoic, not Bobby Knight, right?
2: Well, I'm talking about, yeah, Bobby Knight's dry.
1: Yes. Yes, he's incredibly dry and an asshole.
2: Yeah, so that's why I'm like, yeah, I, I, and he knows basketball, but I just don't want to sit there and listen to him talk about it. You right. You see what
1: I'm saying? <laughs> he's not Urban Meyer in the charisma department.
2: Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, but he's a smart man, sure. um, you know, but no, I just don't want to hear him talk about basketball. So I don't know if uh, Billy B would be the same way. I don't, I don't know. So.
1: Is there anything about this Bills team that concerns you going into the playoffs?
2: Stopping the run, maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, New England did run the ball a little bit against us. Uh Sonny Michelle had 70 yards rushing. He broke that one long when I was like, ah, you know, but I, I feel like we're nitpicking at this point. I mean, I like I love the fact that Milano's back. Milano was making plays flying all over the field um
1: well, the thing is you can you can consider it nitpicking but at the same time once you get into the playoffs you're playing a much higher caliber of opponent so yeah the patriots they rushed successfully you know you kind of knew that they were going to run the ball but they're not that good of a team so what happens when you run into the titans or the Ravens, and you know Derek Henry is handed the ball twenty-five times. What are you going to do with it? I, I think it's I think it's reasonable to talk about the chinks in the armor, which is the running game on both sides of the ball.
2: No, no, and I yeah, and it's and it's both sides. You're right. At this point, right now, I just think we're a better team. Meaning, yeah. if we if we if we play Tennessee and they got to come to Buffalo, we would be favored. I feel like we would be favored against everybody in the AFC, including Kansas City. Get out of here. Right now. Right now. Right now. If we play Kansas City next week, let me take that back. All right, that might be overzealous. If we had to go to Kansas City, we'll probably be a two-point dog. Okay. But but the way we're playing right now, people – almost every – if you listen to the National and I know I sit around and eat my pizza rolls and uh, play my new <laughs> PS5 okay, and I watch all the national pundits, everybody got us going to the Super Bowl. Like, just, I mean, everybody has us going to the Super Bowl. And I can say that with confidence. I feel like we would beat Kansas City. Now, don't get me wrong. If we had, I don't really want to play the Ravens because of their defense. I think we could beat them, but I wouldn't be surprised if the uh, Ravens beat us. But if we go into the playoffs as it is right now, I think we would play who? The uh, Browns? we would kill the Browns. I have no doubt in my mind. I feel like we would work for Browns.
1: Yeah, the Browns, man, playing without receivers this past weekend, that that was an
2: adventure for them. Exactly. Exactly. And so then the next – and then the Steelers come. If the Tennessee Titans come after that, I mean, if it's Miami, I feel like we could – at home, we could beat either of those teams. Now that will put us in the uh, AFC Championship – on a road against the Chiefs. I'm sure a lot of people will have us be winning that game.
1: You know who does not frighten me? The Colts. I agree. They just I I'm just not concerned about the Colts. I agree. The the lack of arm strength on Philip Rivers is going to allow you to compress your defense, bring it up closer to the line of scrimmage, take away the run. Uh Rivers is, you know, he's accurate, he's got great timing. But everything is going to be – everything is going to be
2: under 15 yards. Right. Right. He can't push the ball downfield like he used to. But the Colts aren't in right now. The Colts got to – they have to have stuff to happen this weekend before they get in. Right now, the seventh seed is the Browns, and we're the two seed. So Kansas City would right. get to buy If if it everything fall like it is right now today, we would play the Browns the Steelers would play the Ravens, and then Tennessee would play Miami. Yeah. So that the, the okay. Colts got to have people lose. They got to win this weekend and have things to happen.
1: Right. And who knows what's going to go down? I mean, we, we've seen it. Crazy things happen on the final weekend of the season, especially at this point when you have so many teams right. with 10 wins. There's yep. so many 10 and 5 yep. teams out there. I mean – some are going to win, some are going to lose. And then, you know, when there's that many teams locked in with a similar schedule, there's things that are happening, games that you don't think are in any way related that are going to impact the final outcome. And it's going, it's going, it's been an interesting ride this season. We've talked about it before. The AFC is so top-heavy this year. and And again, going to reiterate a point that we brought up last week is... None of these wildcard teams are, are a walk in the park. The, these are all teams that can win agree games with in the you, playoffs. But there's
2: no team that I feel like is hotter than we are right now, and so I'm not scared. I'm not scared of any of them. I'm not scared of any of these teams. I'm certainly not scared of the Steelers. I feel like we will punch them in the mouth again. We will have something to prove against Tennessee, and in Baltimore, I don't want to have to deal with a running quarterback yep. with that defense. So I'll be a little bit more leery of those teams. But I feel like we could beat any of these teams. And even look at Kansas City. Who who defense would you take right now? Buffalo Bills defense or the Chiefs defense right now?
1: I think I would take the Bills defense right now. They seem to have pulled it together. And the presence of Milano is striking. Vernon Butler seems to have figured out how to play the one technique defensive tackle. Uh, I would like to see more of a, a pass rush from the Bills. They, they get after it a little bit, but I'd like to see them be able to generate a little bit more of a rush with only four guys. I think that would be instrumental in beating Kansas City, getting Patrick Mahomes off of his mark while being able to drop guys into coverage. I, I think that could be the key. Is how how do the Bills generate their pass rush? We could blitz. You could. I would rather I, I would rather only see four guys going after the QB though. I, I with the weapons they've got, I feel like you want more players in coverage. It'd be tough. You know, here's the thing. The Bills gave up what twenty eight points to the Chiefs the first time they played, and that was mm-hmm. when they dropped everybody into coverage and just said, Go ahead and run the ball. At this point, I think the Bills score more than twenty eight points. I feel like we're a much better team, yes. Even if the Chiefs dominate the time of possession, I feel like the Bills put up 30 points I agree. against we're the a Chiefs. Much, I feel
2: like we're a much better team now than when we played them. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah.
1: so where do you rank the Bills
2: overall in the NFL right now? Hmm. Colin Cowherd got us number one in his power rankings. Yeah, he's got a soft spot for
1: our Bills, doesn't he?
2: He does, man. Um As far as who's hot, I would say we're the hotter team, hottest team. I really like Green Bay. I love the Saints defense. But I love our offense, man. I I have us one, man. Because I I like Green Bay offense. I don't love their defense. I love the Saints defense, but Mm -hmm. I don't like their offense. And I feel like we got kind of both. But I would. I don't want. I mean, I don't. I want to be objective because I don't want anybody to use my sound. But like, oh yeah, Big Newt said that the Bills gonna win the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying not to be overzealous. But if you, do, well, you always say it's fluid. It's very fluid, and we're hot right now. You see what I'm saying? And hotness and confidence, all that stuff matters, man. Like the the belief, the fact that you're playing at home. You gotta go to Kansas City. They're gonna have fans. I mean, I would take us, man. I mean, I I would be surprised at this point if we lose in the first round. And even though once again, I don't I told everybody that we don't want to move the line marker is to win a playoff game, but it's fluid, man. I would be surprised if we don't make it to the AFC championship. And I would be surprised if we went to the Super Bowl.
1: I think you can expect the Bills to win in round one. Uh I don't think I'm ready to say that the Bills are going to beat Kansas City okay. in KC. I, I think, I think going, going to Arrowhead, playing in front of fans, I think the Chiefs, I, I think I would pick the Chiefs in that scenario. Um, If I were to predict a Super Bowl, I would assume that the nfc representative is going to be either green bay or the saints um you know the saints weren't looking great they you know drew brees was injured um he came back he wasn't still not 100% but by the time you get to the playoffs he'll be you know much better i think with a healthy drew brees and that defense and michael thomas and Alvin Kamara, uh, I I think I like the Saints better than the Bills right now if if they were to play.
2: Yeah. Um, Kamara had six touchdowns the other day. Yeah.
1: Dude. I don't know how the Bills would slow down the back like him.
2: Yeah, exactly. And they have a great O-line. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I like the Saints. I like Green Bay. I like Kansas City. I like us. I think
1: I would rank the Bills fourth out of those four. All right. No, I would rank them third. I think they could beat Green Bay.
2: Okay, that's fair.
1: I wouldn't argue that. But you know what? Anything can happen in the playoffs. Anything can happen in any game. So, you know, for one day, could the Bills be better than any of those teams? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Oh, yeah.
1: So, uh, non Buffalo bills question, how are your hands feeling now that you're a few days into being a, a proud PS five owner and player?
2: Oh man. You cramped up. You got blisters. Yeah, they, they're tired, man. We've been getting it in, man. And, and I, have been, well, not really a lot because I'll sit there and watch the kids play. They play the a spider uh, game, um, and then they play the game Fall Guys. A lot of people are playing that. It's like a Fortnite-type game. Um, they're, they're interactive, and people play from everywhere, and you all like do these obstacle courses. I watch them play a lot. Um, we've been playing – Jalen and I have been playing a lot of MLB The Show, um, and that game is beautiful. Uh, he plays with the Nats. I play with the Cardinals, obviously, and it's a beautiful game, man. We've been playing a lot of that. So I've just been watching them play, join them, watch, watching them – That's cool.
1: Is it it living up to expectations?
2: People enjoying it as much as expected? And more, dude. And And how is it as a system? It's beautiful, man. It's sleek. It's kind of big. It looks like the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. (laughs) It's like a (laughs) spaceship-y looking thing. It's kind of big, but it's quiet. And uh, it's a lot more quiet than the old Xbox. And uh, it loads games so fast. Soon oh, as yeah. you put the game in, boom, now you're playing. Like it ain't that low time and all that stuff. So it's very efficient, man. It, it's great, man. It's everything you've waited for. So
1: that's fantastic. And you you put in your hours, buddy.
2: Yeah, yeah, man. And uh I told you I had an extra Xbox. Well, I had two extra Xboxes and a PS5. I sold all those. And so yeah, yeah, man. So I'm glad I was able to Bless somebody Christmas weekend and they got their hands on some and everybody's happy. Cool. Uh,
1: Speaking of selling things, if you know anybody who wants to buy a uh, king size bed, I'm trying to move on.
2: Well, let's put it up, man. Maybe one of our listeners will be wanting your old bed, man. You know, smell your old sheets and maybe hug on it where you used to lay it down in, man. You know? Dude. (laughs) You're not. <laughs> I, I don't think you're making it sound very enticing <laughs> I don't know man people buy pe- old people houses and stuff like oh Michael Jordan used to live here oh yeah Tom Brady moved into A-Rod's house and all that stuff they want you know Jamie D's bed man you know hey,
1: Ooh, I never thought Brady's of it that,
2: that way. way he Jamie D used to put in work on his mattress I don't know <laughs> I don't know I mean you know I have no idea
1: yeah, we could turn it into a shrine.
2: Maybe, man, you know. You see
1: this stain right here? That's from when Jamie was eating chocolate ice cream in bed.
2: <laughs> yeah, chocolate ice cream. <laughs> God. Oh, my gosh.
1: That was really funny, dude.
2: <laughs> I wish we could talk more about the Miami game, but we don't know what the l- landscape going to be. We don't know if it's going to be the... Backups or the starters, how much they're gonna play. Like it's a bunch of question marks as of our recording. So I wish we had more insight on that for our listeners. As of
1: now, I I think you've gotta play your dudes and you gotta try to win the game.
2: We don't know if they're gonna start Fitz at Tua I mean, Fitz came in and saved them against the Raiders. That did you see the ending of that game? That was ridiculous. That was crazy. Raiders did what Raiders do, man. They they could have scored a touchdown and won the game and they fell down at the one yard line and kicked the field goal and, and left Patrick, enough time for Fitz magic to take over. Hey man, Fitz gonna do what Fitz does, man. And he threw that wonderful pass, and then you coupled that with the face mask, got a field goal range, and and uh, Miami pulled it out, man. So uh um, Yeah.
1: And you know. I think that they're doing themselves a long-term disservice by bouncing back and forth between right. Tua and Fitz. They just got yep. to leave Tua in there. If they were going to name him the starter, he's got to be the starter. You can't play with his confidence like that. I totally agree.
2: And Steve Young talked about it in the pregame of our game yesterday. He said he wished that Tua you know, would gripe and be mad and be more of a competitive about it because you're the quarterback, man. I mean, it's only one quarterback on the field, so... You got to be the alpha male. And for him to get jerked around like this, man, and, I mean, it worked out for this game, but what if Fitz would have came in and lost the game? You know what I'm saying? Like, you had to make that decision of whether you want to win now and make the playoffs or you going to start the future with Tua. And if you want to start the future with Tua, you got to leave him in there for that, you know? And if you
1: wanted to make the playoffs in general, you don't go with the rookie. Fitz yeah. was having a great season. Right. So, okay, they had a blueprint. They wanted to start developing Tua, but then you leave him in. You don't yo-yo back and forth to say, oh, yeah, but we have a chance to make the playoffs, so we got to go with the other guy. You, you make your decision and you stick with it. Either you want to make the playoffs or you want to develop your guy. You can't have it both ways and have it work out for your team in the long run. Now, maybe we're wrong about this. Maybe this is going to be a paradigm that we're not used to seeing.
2: Maybe it works out. But it doesn't seem like it will. I mean, if it do, he'll be breaking the mold, man. I mean, usually that ain't the way you go. So, um, but if we're trying to win this game, and, and once again, I'm torn with it because I don't want any injuries leading to the uh, leading to the playoffs. I would love right. to rest everybody and stay injury free, but I certainly would love to go thirteen and three. I tell you what, man, and sweep the division. I would love that too. So. I, I'm torn. I'm teeter-tottering with my emotions. Well,
1: I'm, I'm 100% with you on that. I want to be able to rest the starters, but you have to try to get the number two seed. You know, right. you just, you have to try to get more home playoff games if you can, especially if they're going to start allowing fans in, in the stadium in Buffalo. Um, also, it's just easier to sleep in your own bed than it is to to try to be on the road and traveling. It's traveling for work for people who do it it seems glamorous if you don't have to when you actually do it all you actually see are airports and uh hotel meeting rooms it's there's like you you're not exploring a city it's you're not doing anything fun right what sort of insight can you give on traveling for an away game you you did it for four years in college tell me about it
2: well, I'm going to tell you, man, when we did it in college, it was more fun. You know, like, because you're young, you know, and you didn't really travel. I didn't travel a whole, whole lot leading up to that. So to go to away games, stay in a hotel, have the meetings and being isolated in that little bubble with only your teammates, it was very memorable. I remember great times traveling. So I think it's a little different than in the pros where I would imagine in the pros, it gets a little monotonous. You know what I'm saying? Because you're gone so much and you're a little older. See, you realize when you were young, 17, 18, 19 years old, you thought staying at a hotel was big time. Now yeah. I hate staying at hotels. You know no, what I'm saying? You know, like, like you know, when you was a kid, you were like, yeah, we stay at a hotel. We go swimming. You jumping around. And the kids love it. I hate it. So... It's like right now, my daughter got a game down in uh, Virginia Beach, so I'm going to drive her down, and she got another one tomorrow. I'll drive home and then spend the night in my bed and take her back tomorrow. A lot of people are just getting hotels, and I'm like, I'm not staying in a hotel if I'm two hours away from my house. I'll just drive four hours today and four hours tomorrow.
1: (laughs) I would stay in the hotel because I love hotels. Right now? Sure. You love hotels right now? No, not,
2: not during COVID. Okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah. And so that's, I mean, now you're dealing with COVID. It's like, you want to limit it. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but yeah, I feel like when you're younger, it's fun. Now it's more cumbersome. That's all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So anyway,
2: further thoughts Hey man, just enjoying the ride, man. Bill's mafia. Just keep on keeping on. I love the fact that I don't know if you saw the Sunday uh countdown. Um, they did a piece on us and uh Bill's Mafia. They had the leaders, the guys that founded it on there and uh talked about how Del you Del ready. Yep. Del it's- Reed is a great guy. I've spoken to him on the phone.
1: He is he does so much charity work. He's, his organization has raised a million dollars for charity and charitable organizations, doing things like um, filling backpacks with school supplies for children after the, uh, the hurricane went through Houston and you know, put together mm-hmm. like something like 5,000 backpacks for kids. And he's on top of it all of all the good stuff he does, he's a really nice guy.
2: Yeah, he seems like it, man. And so it's kind of like we get this, uh, you know, like, oh, man, like this rap that we're like crazy fans and we all do that, we get drunk and jump through tables. But then you see all the terrible work, you know, we do as, you know, Bill's Mafia, it's kind of like it comes endearing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of like when you're the hot girl, but then you're also like the coolest person. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, you're like the, you know, triple threat, and that's why I feel like Bill's mafia. <laughs> and it's like, once again, that's why I always say we, the fans, is the reason why I love Buffalo Bills. And now we got a good team to cheer for. But all these years when we were bad, it was always the fans, man. It was y'all. You know what I'm saying? That always kept me coming to the bar, watching the game when it was only ten of us there, and right. all still cheering. You know what I'm saying? That's what y'all made it fun for. Me. And I love Bill's Mafia to death. That's right. Anyway, there's one last thing I'm looking for. Bill's Mafia, Happy New Year. Love y'all from the JBD Big News Show. Hey, hey, hey.